2: Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today.
4: On first and goal, the deep back. Off play action. You were to throw it for Sweat. He
0: caught it. please Sweat. How about the Big 12 defensive player of the year
3: catching a touchdown pass.
0: That is the voice of Craig Way, voice of the Texas Longhorns, and he is joining us right now on 105.3 The Fan as you got Texas and Washington over this holiday weekend In the final four. Good morning, Craig. Thanks for popping on with us. You bet. Good morning. How are you guys doing today? Oh, man, doing well. Doing well. Excited for this weekend's slate of games. Um, How much do you think they could take from last year's bowl game? Uh, Somewhat. I think mainly defensively
4: because uh, they had to deal with Michael Penix and that incredible offensive line a year ago. There haven't been too many changes out of that. Uh, the receiving core is fabulous. Uh, offensively, things are different, obviously, for Texas. Uh, the one thing that is constant is that uh, this year, they don't have Bijan Robinson and Roshon Johnson, but they didn't have them for the bowl game either. They had both opted out. So uh, it's it's a little bit different in how uh, they'll attack them offensively. Of course, Texas didn't have Adonai Mitchell last year, uh, and it's a different look for the running game after Jonathan Brooks went out with a knee injury. So, uh the, some things are different obviously in the way texas will approach it offensively but defensively yeah there's some similarities and some things they could draw
3: from craig you mentioned in there ever since they lost jonathan brooks to that acl tear but the running game has not really seemed to miss a step to this point i mean they, they ran for 300 yards and that went over texas tech how big has it been to see the running game continue that consistency even after jonathan brooks's injury
4: yeah that was crucial because you couldn't get one dimensional and and uh, you know when the season began that the actual uh, opening game starter against Rice was the guy who's the starter right now uh, CJ Baxter mm-hmm. the, the freshman from Orlando he was uh, the starter he got a little bit banged up Jonathan Brooks stepped in during that first game and then didn't drop the baton he held it all the way until the injury in the game in Fort Worth at TCU and and then Baxter has stepped back in. He's done a good job. But they've also gotten contributions. Jaden Blue, uh, a sophomore, has come up with some big runs. Uh, Keelan Robinson is a, a guy who transferred in from Alabama when Sark came over two years ago. He's a veteran, can catch the ball out of the backfield, and is a special teams weapon. And even Savion Red, the former Grand Prairie Gopher, has uh, checked in and and really helped out. He was a quarterback when he played at Grand Prairie, and he's kind of their short yardage guy and wildcat uh, setup guys. So you're right. It's been the sum of the parts there with what they've done with the running game.
3: Washington is one of the more heavily blitzing teams in the country. They they really like to generate pressure that way. How big old will this be in terms of the Texas offensive line really stepping up and making sure that they're giving protection to Quinn yours, who is, who is really starting to play his best ball of the year as he got near the end of the season?
4: Yeah, it, it's crucial. I mean, they've got uh, some guys who are really, really good, and their linebackers are outstanding. Their, their front seven have uh, caused a lot of problems for opposing teams uh, this year. If Quinn and the offensive line uh, together in concert have enough time for him to make downfield throws, then they can attack them. But one of the things about both of these teams, guys, is that both will give up some yards and points through the air. You know, Texas uh, is, is 95th in the nation in pass defense, Washington is 123rd in pass defense. Uh, the, some of the differences, Texas is third in the nation in run defense and in and in uh, uh, the total defense. The Longhorns have been really really good this season. In fact, uh, in total defense, they're 24th in the country. So, uh, you know, the teams have tried to run against Texas uh, mostly without success this year. And uh, and and if Washington and I, I figure Washington is going to try to run the ball, after all. Uh, they have a 1,000-yard running back as well. And so if they get Dylan Johnson going, that's just going to make Michael Penix in that passing game all the more impressive and all the more uh, of a threat to uh, really move the ball on Texas.
0: Craig Way, voice of the Longhorns, join us here on 105.3 The Fan. You can hear Texas versus Washington. Craig on the call on New Year's Day on 1080 News Radio, 1080 KR. LD, do you expect a home type environment uh, in New Orleans? I mean, it's not as far. As, obviously, it's much closer there than it is to uh, Washington.
4: Yeah, I, I do. I, I don't know that it would be overwhelmingly, but I do expect that both teams uh, sold out their allotments, and then there was that mad scramble. Now the ticket market has has cooled off just a little bit, and the prices have come down a little more, and probably some more Texas fans.
2: Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced.
1: Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game.
2: You have 47 new voicemails. Get your quote today at progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust progressive progressive casualty insurance company and affiliates price and coverage match limited by state law.
4: I think maybe some Washington fans who might not have gotten in on the initial allotment, but we're thinking about travel. It's a long way from Seattle down to New Orleans might have backed off off of the initial pricing. We'll see. I, you know, I know Longhorn fans were really clamoring for them and we were hearing earlier that it was easier for Texas fans to get tickets for, if they win on Monday night, the national championship game at NRG Stadium in Houston than it was going to be for the Sugar Bowl in New Orleans. That may have flipped now, but uh, I think that there will be a good representation of Burn Orange in the stadium.
0: Craig, you mentioned the pass defense. Do you see this then as a game where the defensive line of either team Whoever has the better game may be the one that winds up winning this because you're having to go up against very prolific-type quarterbacks. And Washington's got really good receivers. I mean, they may have two, maybe maybe three NFL-type receivers. Do, do you see it as something like that where the Texas defensive line is is what really might decide this game?
4: Uh, it's a big part of it. And, and, the, and the defensive line has controlled a lot of what they've been able to do, certainly against the run. Uh, I think one of the keys is going to be, you know, can the Texas secondary – hold up and and the number the 95th number is a little bit misleading uh, for two or three reasons Uh, they've had a lot of injuries in the secondary and a lot of guys have played so they've had some rotation there also a couple of guys have opted out have gone into the portal as well they've got enough guys back there to make a difference uh, but but they're going to be challenged in a way they haven't been challenged before Roma Dunze is is one of the best receivers in the country certainly and then Jalen Polk Uh, who's a Texas Tech transfer, Uh, here's one of your unique things to watch uh, if Polk is out there to see if he uh, runs up against his old high school teammate from Lufkin, Jaron Thompson, Longhorn's uh, senior safety, and uh, see if they run into one another as they had in the past when Polk was playing at Texas Tech. But he's another 1,000-yard receiver, so they're going to have to uh, deal with two really good receiving targets for the Huskies.
3: Uh, Craig, you know, there was a lot of attention, a lot of focus on Quinn Ewers heading into the season, you know, just coming off of he had the shoulder injury last year and there was some inconsistency, obviously a highly touted prospect transferred from Ohio State and he had all this pressure behind him. You know, Malik Murphy was there. Arch Manning was there and and he's really stepped up and grown. How have you seen him most grow and, and, and in what areas do you think he's most improved heading into this game?
4: I think there's two or three things at work there. First of all, in that bowl game uh, last year against Washington, he probably played better than just about anybody else. Of course, the Longhorns, as we mentioned, didn't have uh, B. John Robinson, didn't have Roshon Johnson. They had opted out. But uh, Quinn had a great game against the Huskies. They ended up losing 27-20. They couldn't get enough stops on defense. He's played really well. He's completed 71% of his passes. Um, he lost some weight before the start of the year. And just it kind of matured a little more and just got more comfortable, I think, with the offense. I think it was expected all along that once he got completely comfortable in Sark's offense, he he would be the weapon that he has turned out to be. And speaking of weapons, when you've got Xavier Worthy, when you've got Adonai Mitchell, when you've got Jatavian Sanders at tight end and, and the running game they've had, when you've got Jordan Whittington in the slot, uh, he'll be the first to tell. You. He's going to make him. It'll make him a better quarterback, especially uh, with the protection that the offensive line, by and large, has given him this season.
3: Craig
0: Michael Penix, uh, you know, talked about uh, you know the Texas defensive line and and saying, yeah, they're really good, but you know, they haven't gone up against our offensive line yet. Is that something? I know coaches, especially in college, love to use bulletin board material. Is that something uh, Sark has gone to the team with, or you expect to? you know try to use as as bullet board material
4: well i it, put it this way if if they haven't been made aware of it they probably will be i you know the texas coaching staff uh they've they've made the players aware of things like that the offensive lineman from iowa state uh you know made comments going into that last game up there in ames about texas they're going to the, the, you know, find out and all this kind of stuff, and then and then Texas not only won that game, they dominated him personally on the offensive line. It, it, it made the defensive line uh, kind of angry. On that, this yeah. is a little bit different in what Penix is saying, and and what he's saying is true. He's saying, yeah, they're good, but you know, uh, our our line is the Joe Moore offensive line. In other words, the the national offensive line of the year. So he said, we'll be good. So I don't think he said it so much in terms of, you know, very vitriolic, but I'm, I'm sure it won't escape the notice of the Longhorns.
0: Who do you have as your X factor uh, on both sides of the ball? Well, I, I think for Texas on the offensive side,
4: if if CJ Baxter is able to run the ball uh, with some effectiveness, uh, that's that's going to make everybody else so much more dangerous. So I, he's he's the guy I'm looking at on the offensive line. And uh, then in the secondary, I'm going to give you a name uh, that's got a a local connotation. The true freshman from South Oak Cliff, uh, Malik Muhammad. Manny Muhammad has been really good. Uh, He made progress throughout the course of the year and between a couple of injuries and a a couple of opt-outs. Even before that, he had kind of moved into that starting role at one of the cornerback spots. He's going to get tested. The rest of that Texas secondary is going to get uh, tested as well. Uh, by uh, Washington. But if Manny Muhammad uh, plays like he has played over the last few years, I think he might be able to hold his own against one of those outstanding Washington receivers.
0: Do you have a rooting interest in the other game? I know you're probably be watching it, getting set for for this one. But uh, do, do you have a, a team that you think, uh, first of all, rooting interest just from a matchup standpoint, uh, like an intrigue, and then also who Texas would match up better with?
4: Uh, no. I, you know, there's 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 pluses and minuses to both. If if Alabama were to win, it's a case of the devil. You know they've already played, obviously, and beaten Alabama earlier this year in Tuscaloosa, but I think most everybody would agree that Alabama is playing much better now than they played back on September 10th. But they do know the personnel, and and, and that would help them as well. Uh, Michigan, they might have a better matchup in terms of what their defense can do against the Wolverines' offense, but trying to move the ball against that Michigan defense would be a challenge. So, uh, I, I I don't have a personal rooting interest one way or the other. It'll be intriguing to to watch what I can of that game prior to the kickoff of, of the game in the Superdome.
0: Hey Craig, have a great call. We really appreciate the time. Happy New Year as well. Hey, same to you fellows. Enjoy the New Year. Looking forward to it. Thanks, Craig. Right. As Craig Way, voice of the Longhorns, joining us here on 105 through the Fan, you can catch uh, that uh, that Texas and Washington game uh, on News Radio 1080. KRLD on New Year's Day, and the Longhorns are going to take it. Chop. I don't. I don't think that's crazy. I, no, I it's not. They're, they're
3: obviously the favorites. Vegas doesn't think it's crazy either. I. Uh,
0: I think Washington covers, but uh,
3: I don't think it's crazy. to think that covers experience. their eyes in horror as Quinn Ewers marches up and down the damn field.
0: You know, it's it's funny. Vegas will tell you they they admit when the spread is between like four and six, they have no idea what 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 to do. They 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 freely admit that 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 means they don't have a handle on the game when it's between four and six. They don't have a very A good handle. Uh, The K and C masterpiece from Buffalo Wild Wings in Burleson. Join the show next.
2: This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the name your price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds.